welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, the official podcast of hardcore bowhunters. From the latest archery equipment and expert shooting advice to proven bowhunting tactics and the sport's biggest personalities, we've got you covered. Now, here's your host, Editor Christian Bird. All right, welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting, and as always, we're thrilled that you've taken some time to be with us today, and uh, I'm looking forward to a great conversation because today we're going to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is the use of technology and smartphones in the field, uh, in the tree stand, and I know that this can be, uh, this is kind of can be like a black and white issue because it seems to me that there's guys like me who just love to be messing around with their phone when they're out in the field, and then there's other people that just love to give me a hard time about messing around with my phone when I'm out in the field because they say, you know, oh, you're not going to pay attention, you're going to miss opportunities, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, sorry, folks, if you're one of those people... I got news for you. I'm too, like, ADHD not to mess around with my phone, and I'm convinced that my phone helps me to hold a lot more still than I would if I had to just sit there and stare at the leaves underneath my tree for hours on end. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, but I'm pretty sure that my guest today is going to side with yours truly uh, because he is a gentleman who is a firm advocate for uh, using technology to enhance our hunting adventures and uh, ultimately our success in the field. And that's Mr. Lanford Holloway. He is the CEO of Terrastride, which is the company that owns HuntStand, an awesome app that you can use on your smartphone when you're out in the field. So, Lanford, thank you so much for being with me today on Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. Thanks for the opportunity, Christian. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. It uh, it definitely is. Uh, I don't know if you've ever run into that. You know, I, I have people even, I, I mean, okay, I'm just going to come clean. You know, I mean, anyone who knows me or follows me on social media, you know, I'm guilty. I'm taking pictures, you know, when I'm out there in the field and posting them in real time. And I have one friend I can think of in particular, I'm not going to embarrass him or call him out here, but he will regularly, you know, post on there, put your phone away, you know, and hunt. <laughs> and uh uh, to me, that's just become part of hunting. I mean, uh, I'm not, you know, a young guy per se, but I don't know how we honestly live without it. Uh, I, I don't know what your feeling is, but I'm guessing, you know, you use your phone fairly liberally uh, out in the field as well. That's uh, that's entirely correct. I, I definitely side with you in this argument. You know, it's funny. <clears throat> I've heard the same thing from friends before, and we have, you know, users occasionally that will write in and, and say, you know, apps don't have a place in hunting. And we usually just kind of go back and forth and say, you don't check, you know, the wind and weather before you go out to hunt. I mean, do you think it's important to have a map with you? Do you think it's important to know where certain objects are? Is it important to know where property lines might be? You know, questions like that. And of course they say, well, yeah, I check the weather and yeah, it's important to have a map. And of course it's good to know where you're standing and where the property line is. And we say, well, that's what our app does. It's just a new way of helping you do a lot of the things that you've been doing for probably your entire life as a hunter. It's just we put all of those tools in a single place so that you can access them in a very streamlined and easy manner. 
There's so many things I want to talk about about Hunt Stand. I want to focus on wind because that's probably the feature that I use the most. But first, I think we should just tell people uh, a brief summary of of what Hunt Stand is. And, you know, you and I talked a little bit um, before the show, and I was saying, you know, that this past uh, archery season here in Pennsylvania was the first time that I was really using Hunt Stand because... Prior to that, I, I had been a user of ScoutLook for several years, and you guys and ScoutLook had recently merged, so all the information that I had built up in the ScoutLook app, it was really cool because after that merger took place, I was able to download the HuntStand app and log in, and all of those you know stand locations or blood trails, um, Anything that I had saved previously came right in, and so it was kind of a seamless transition as I went from from Scout Look to Hunt Stand, and, and and it's been you know kind of cool getting familiar with your app and, and some of the differences. But I want to throw it back to you and give people just a general idea. If you're a hunter, uh, specifically a, a bow hunter, what is it that you want to get Hunt Stand on your phone for exactly? Great question, Christian. So first and foremost, HuntStand is a mapping piece of software. We have a lot of different base layers from satellite layers to topo maps to, to property ownership maps that can allow you to understand the ground that you're going to be hunting on. And, and we think that's extremely important. We also have a very, very large tool set in terms of being able to mark out what we call objects of interest. Things like stands and blinds and roads and trails food plots, feeders, trail cameras, property boundaries, anything that you might care about or that might be important to know about a piece of property. So you can start off with a satellite base layer and then you can use our tool to draw in all the objects of interest that are important to you. We also have some very powerful measurement abilities in the app. You can measure distance and that's useful for you know planning where you might be sitting and how far away are you gonna be from another person, perhaps on a piece of property to measuring shot distance, we have an area measurement tool, and that's useful if you're trying to figure out you know, how much fertilizer or seed you should put in on a food plot, or just you know, for general knowledge, you know, how you know, many acres of a few it is, or a piece of property. And then we also have very powerful and useful weather tools as part of the app, and you kind of hinted at that earlier. So I mean, of course, we, we give you, you know, the barometric pressure and temperature and humidity, and, you can, and there's a forecast in there. And so we have all the usual tools that you'd expect but we also have a patented piece of technology in the app, and we call it the Hunt Zone. And the Hunt Zone is a way where we can graphically depict um, where your scent is going to be blown, not just at an exact time, but it will track the changes throughout a period of time. And so here's the use case there. If you were, say, going to hunt on Saturday morning, you know, starting at, let's say, 6 a.m., something like that, you would go to the Hunt Zone, you would find the, the portion of the map where you're going to be hunting, and you would project the hunt zone there. And then you select the time period that you're interested in exploring. And as you slide forward, there's a little bar chart at the bottom that shows you wind speed at that location. It'll show you where your scent is going to be blown at every specific hour, but also from the start of the time that you've selected until the time that you plan on leaving, it'll show you where that scent is actually going to shift. And so everywhere that is green in that circle is where your scent is never going to be blown throughout that time period. It might be a five or six hour window. And then the places where it is going to be blown, it'll show it very clearly. So you can plan your hunts accordingly. Because quite frequently, the wind may be right at a stand when you start hunting, but by the time you get out of the stand, 
it's totally wrong. And so our, our wind chart helps to actually show that in a very, very clear manner so you can make the right choice about where you'd like to sit. Yeah, it, uh, it, it was very, very helpful for me uh, throughout this fall. Uh, I used that feature, you know, like every day. I would sit there, you know, sometimes at home. I'd be laying in bed the night before, and the last thing I would do before I would go to sleep is check that um, hunt zone, you know, for the next day. And I could click on, you know, actual stand locations and see like you said you know where's the wind going to be blowing at sunrise where's it going to be blowing at eight o'clock ten o'clock and as you scroll through the hours that that wind direction just shifts on that hunt zone and you can see it represented graphically and, and like you said sometimes a particular stand would be all right for the morning or but not for the afternoon or vice versa or sure. right at sunrise you know the wind was you know going to be okay but you know after a couple hours you knew that it was going to be a quick hunt because it was maybe going to be a bad wind so to me that was that was a really really um you know, invaluable information to have and the way that you can, you know, update the weather information regularly is is really helpful uh, if you're connected. And I know if you're not connected, you know, the, the app will store several days worth of information as well. So even if you're in a more remote area, you can make use of that intelligence um, without a cell signal, right? That's right. And I'm glad you brought that up. That's one of the things that, well, it's one of the many things that really sets HuntStand apart from some other hunting apps. Is that unlike other apps, our weather data can be taken completely off the grid. We actually take the weather forecast, we sync it to your device, and then we use it to create the hunt zone and some other components. So you can, you could be, you know, somewhere in a town, you can download the weather data, and then you can go to a place that doesn't have a data connection at all. <clears throat> It'd be totally off the grid, but you could still take advantage of, of features like that within the app and we think that's incredibly useful yeah it, ab it absolutely is and um, it, you know you, you mentioned something else just now is hunt areas and that's something that may not mean anything to people who are listening um, you know just to kind of set the stage so within within the hunt stand app you can have multiple hunt areas and you have you know, a variety of waypoints and other information within a given hunt area that is um, exclusive uh, for that. So, for example, let's say uh, here in Pennsylvania, okay, there are several farms that I have permission to hunt near my home. I could have a hunt area for my local area around my house where I hunt, and within that hunt area, I've got my stand locations for those properties. But I don't necessarily wanna have all my hunting areas for my antelope hunts that I do, say, in Montana, in the same hunt area. So I create a second hunt area for the public land hunting that I do in Montana. And maybe I have uh, a third hunt area for you know my friend's farm in Ohio where I go hunt sometimes. And so it allows you to organize all of your hunting information in sort of neat packages and you can activate each one depending on where, you're, where you are and, and what you're doing. 
Um, you right. want to add anything to that? Sure, absolutely. So I would say a hunt area should be thought of as a map title, right? So you might have, you know, lots of different places where you hunt and every one of them, it could be the farm, as you mentioned, or, you know, the out west, you know, hunting land, something like that. It could be, it could be a GMU or a WMA or a piece of public land. But you might want to separate those because they might be, you know, pretty far apart. And so all the weather data and all the map app objects are all connected to a hunt area. And so, again, every hunt area can have thousands of map objects. And some of them do. And it's a really convenient way to be able to kind of, you know, bounce around if you hunt multiple pieces of land because all your map objects are sort of, I guess the correct way of putting it is that they're, you know, nestled in under this hunt area name. It also has another really important implication. Um, hunt stand was built around the concept of being able to construct, you know, these personalized maps and then just share them with people. Of course, you don't have to share anything. All your data is entirely private. But, you know, let's say, Christian, you know, if you were coming down to South Carolina and we're going to hunt with me, you know, I would share a map of my hunt club with you. And so I would share just that hunt area. And then you could see all the, you know, the stands and roads and the property boundaries and all that. But I might have 30 other you know, hunt areas in my app, and I do. And so you don't need, you know, to have access to and probably don't want to have access to the thousands of other map objects, you know, that I have on hunt stand. But it is relevant, you know, for me to be able to share that exact piece of property with you. And that's another very important implication of being able to slice things up by the hunt area. Yeah, and that uh, that's a good point. So you can you can actually share entire hunt areas, is that right? Through the app? It, it, it's exactly right. Yeah. So so again if you were if you were coming down to hunt with me, I would say, hey, you know, we can we can stick you in this band over here, but I can give you a map of the whole property. I'm going to share with you through the app, and I would I would just simply pull out Huntsman. I would type in your email, and then you get an email saying Lanford Holloway has has shared a map with you, and then you would you would open it up, you would sync it to your Huntsman app, and then you would have access to all that info. So you could see where all the stands were, and so you wouldn't be you know lost walking around the woods saying, "Man, he told me to go left past the oak tree. It's you know half mile down the road." You would know exactly where you were. It show you as a blue dot, and you'd see the trail and you'd see the stands, so you'd know exactly where you were going as well as exactly where I was. And so it's a very useful tool for especially folks that maybe don't know a piece of land. Um, and you can also manage land like that together. So we could both be, there are different categories, right? So we could be admins, members, owners of a hunt area. Um, and if there's someone that you don't want to be able to, you know, change the actual map objects, then you can share the map with them as a view only user. And so you can say, you can see the map objects, but you can't change them, right? And that's extremely important too. So there is kind of a permission level to this thing. But we, in theory, could build a map together. We could go to a new piece of property, and I could say, Christian, I'm going to scout out some things, and I'm going to put in scout marks, and I'm going to drop a couple stand locations where I think they should go. And you could say, Lamper, that sounds great. I'm going to go walk around the property, and I'm going to trace the trails. There's a trail tracing tool and hunt stand, and then we could sync our maps with each other, you know, after an hour, and I could see everything that you had done, and you could see all the things that I had done, and we'd have this single map that we built together. And it's a pretty cool way to map out a piece of land and then to share it with your friends and buddies. Yeah, I mean, that I can see that having just a ton of useful implications, whether, like you said, if it's a few friends and maybe one guy, you know, says, hey, I'm going to go out this weekend and I'm going to do some scouting. I'm going to mark some stand locations on our shared map. And then, 
next weekend, you know, you other two guys, you go out and put up the stands, you know, where I right. where I mark the area, you know, find a, you know, find the best tree in that area and put the stand up. And then they can add the actual stand location to the map, you know. Um, you, you talked about scouting. It's, it's amazing how many different options, you know, I'm actually logged into my hunt stand account while we're talking here on my computer. And, you know, you've got everything from, you know, parking areas, camp locations, you know, gates to, you know, obviously all different kinds of stands, not even just one tree stand, right? You got a, you've got a, uh, like ladder stand, hang on stand, climber stand, ground blind, mineral locations, feeders, and then for scouting, everything from, you know, tracks and bedding areas and droppings to scrapes and heavy heavily used you know food sources water sources you've got a whole selection of things for turkey hunters from you know strutting areas and roost locations to you know tracks and feathers and scratchings and i mean there's there's a lot of utility here good good yeah that's how we so we tried to build it i mean we're of course hunters ourselves and so we thought about the things that would make sense for us to include you know in general so hopefully we cover you know the gambit there yeah now you did mention something earlier that i definitely wanted to address and, and you talked about how you know all your information is private and you you know if you want to share it you can share it and, and you know control what the people that you share with can do with that information i did kind of think you know almost humorously but it necessarily would not be funny if someone was able to figure it out if you think about it you know how many tens or hundreds of thousands or millions i don't know of hunters around the country are using this app and depending on who they are you know you may have uh, you know some pretty famous people's all their stand locations man are in this app you could be like secret secretly finding all my best hot spots <laughs> well we would never do that so so of course you know the data does final law but we are incredibly committed to you know maintaining the anonymity uh, and of course the you know, secrecy of our of our users and their map objects so, so there's 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 no risk there there's no challenge but uh but yeah, I mean, all that data is is out there. It's in the app, but we would never share that, certainly. Um, I tell you what, one of my favorite things about the app is, and that is, um, you know, a, a lot of the functionality, uh, if not most, I mean, I'm going to say most, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but... I'm not paying anything for this, so it appears to be free. I know you have, I know you do have some paid features that are available. And I had when I first, um, you gave all the Scout Luck users a, a trial period, and I had access to all those things for, I forget how long, if it was a, a few weeks, I think, uh, right after yeah. the merger. But uh, there's, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things I can do with this app at no cost whatsoever. That's right. Yeah. So. We had a couple of different goals with Hunting, and I gotta go through that. One was to create the most full-featured hunting app that exists, period. And I think that we've, we've built that. It does a whole, whole lot of things um, that are entirely for free. Now, there are some features that you can pay a little bit of money to get, but I can back up even more. So Hunting is 
an ad revenue driven piece of software, at least in the free tier, right? So if you don't want to pay us money, that's fine. You don't have to. You can use the app and you can mark up your properties and you can do all kinds of things. And in fact, we are the only app, as far as I'm aware, not even just hunting app, but the only app, period, that gives our free tier users access to nationwide parcel and property information. Now it is limited a little bit. So if you don't want to pay us any money, again, that's okay, but you're limited to 10 parcel clicks per month, but that's 10 every month and it resets every 30 days. So you can click around and you can see a piece of property, you can see the property boundary and you can see the owner name and that's free and it's going to stay free. And that's a really powerful tool. There is no other, not just hunting app, no other app in the country, at least that I'm aware of, that gives free nationwide access to property owner information. It's a very powerful tool. Now, if you'd like to actually you know, check more than 10 per month, or to save those boundaries as the boundary of a hunt area, then we do ask that you upgrade to what we call HuntStand Pro. And HuntStand Pro unlocks an enormous amount of additional features. It's $25 per year, um, which by the way is the, is the cheapest access to the features like this that exists anywhere. It's just by far the cheapest of, of any hunting app. So it unlocks features like additional satellite layers, not just Google, you get a couple of, of additional layers and they're probably gonna be a little bit more you know, timely perhaps. So if, if there's a clear cut that's not showing up on Google, you can check some of our other satellite layers and it probably is. It also gives you nationwide unlimited access to our parcel data. You can click around to your heart's content in every single state in the country and you can see who owns a piece of land and you can see the property boundary as well as the size of that piece of land. It also gives you, and this is something we're really proud to, to, you know, to discuss today, we have built the most comprehensive list of publicly accessible land that exists in the country, period. It is the most up-to-date information you can find. We have every WMA, every GMU, uh, every piece of state land, every piece of federal land, Every, every block management area, you know, these are terms that depend on where you are in the country, but it's exceptionally up to date. And again, for only $25 a year, you get access to all of that nationwide. And that is by far the most cost effective access to that. Yes, there are some other hunting apps that you know, can give you access to that type of public information. We do it literally for a fourth of the price of those other hunting apps and our information is more recent and it's better. And it actually links back. So like, here's an example. Let's say that I was looking at a piece of land you know, in Connecticut, for example, like a piece of public land. I could click on it and it's gonna bring up all the information. Can I use a rifle? Can I use a, a bow? You know, what are the dates? You know, it's like tons of data there. But it also is gonna link back to that state's government. And I can click on this and it's gonna download a PDF to my phone showing that exact area and all the information is relevant to it. And so it's a really, really cool graphical way to actually get all that data out there. <coughs> And finally, excuse me, and finally, we also have a feature we're calling Real 3D. It's really neat. And we are the first hunting app, or really I think the first app in general, that has built this 3D tech. And so the way this works is you can annotate the map the way we talked about. So all the stands and roads and trails and blinds and everything else. And then you can view that hunting area in 3D. This isn't tilt view, this is true 3D. So it's like flight simulator almost. You can virtually kind of fly through that piece of property. So if you're in an area that's flat, it might not matter all that much, you know, for that area, this particular feature. But if you're out in a mountainous area and you want to know what, you know, a hike is going to be like, you know, to get over a certain hill, everything looks pretty flat. Um, 
at least on a satellite image. And, you know, topo maps tell a pretty good story. And if you know how to read them well, they're extremely useful. But a lot of people don't, even though they think they do. They really don't very well. What this tool does is it shows you exactly what that journey is going to be like. You can see that trail, you know, going up the side of a mountain and then going back down. And it's really neat. So we take basically all the satellite information and we combine that with all the data we have uh, in terms of altitude points throughout the country and we conform it to it. So you can see what that ground really, truly looks like. And not just that in 3D, but you can see all of your personal markings you've dropped um, that are superimposed over that, and they'll conform to it perfectly. It's a really, really cool piece of technology. It's groundbreaking, and there's not another hunting app that does it like that. And we're exceptionally proud of that feature. So is that something that's available only in the, uh, the pro tier? That's right. It's gotcha. available in the pro tier, um, and again, that's $25 a year. But anybody can have a trial of the pro for free for seven days, and it's, it's totally risk-free, you know, no commitment. We don't ask for your credit card or anything. You can give it a shot. If you like it, we'd love to have your business. And if not, you can keep using HuntStand for free, and it does an enormous amount of things at zero charge. And um, what about the sharing? Is that available to anyone, or is that also a pro feature? Uh, no, that's entirely free. Yep, you can build maps with all the markers we talked about, and you can share them with your friends at zero cost. I think I think you might be giving away too much for nothing, man. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. But we, we, we don't we, we don't have any plans to change any of that uh, in the short term. Again, we have we have several million active users on the HuntStand app. Um, you know, most of them are in the free tier, and they um, you know find it to be incredibly useful. Well, that's great. You know, you kind of had, um, well, let's do this first. And, and then I want you to tell us a story uh, that you told me before we started, because I thought it was pretty interesting. But, uh, you know, what else am I missing? What haven't we talked about? Uh, you know, because I've only been using HuntStand for a short time. What haven't we talked about that, you know, we really need to talk about or that folks need to know? That's a, that's a great question. You know, if if HuntStand has any faults, it would be this, and it's not really a fault, it's that the app does a whole lot of things, and we think we've organized it in a very streamlined manner. But for example, we have users that'll write in and they'll say stuff like, I love your app. I wish it would trace the places that I go. And we say, it actually does, it has a trace function. You hit that, it uses your GPS to trace where you go, and then you can save it at the end as a line or a road or a trail. Um, and, and they go, oh, I, like, I never even realized that. Or we have users that say, I love your app, but I wish I could log things like harvest and sightings. And we said, you actually can. There's a feature for that. You just you click on add harvest, and then it, the app will say, you know, what did you harvest? And you fill out some information. And then when you click save, it's going to populate all these fields with the weather and sonar like and wind information and barometric pressure. All that stuff is going to automatically sync up with that harvest. Same thing's true for sightings. So the app has an enormous amount of features, but we've laid it out in such a way that we've tried to make it so that it's not jumbled and confusing. So like, for example, you can go to the mapping segment and never even interact with things like the harvest or sighting segment of the app. And we've done that because some people don't really care about those components, but you know, again, mapping is core. But what's, what's neat is that it does a lot of things that aren't real intrusive. It doesn't, we don't throw them in your face, but they're in the app. And so it's just an incredibly, full-featured and powerful tool, and it's a one-stop shop. And the last thing that I wanted to mention is, and this is actually kind of funny. So when we started HuntStand, it was with the idea of making printed maps kind of obsolete. 
you know, why do you need a printed map if you have this really, really up-to-date, you know, digital version on your phone or tablet or computer, and of course it syncs, you know, seamlessly between all those devices that you can share with friends. But we had a lot of users, and when I say a lot, I mean thousands of people that were writing in saying basically, I've spent all this time building this incredibly high quality digital version of my hunt area. I'd love to buy a map of it. And we, of course, started off by saying, well, you can screenshot it, you know, and you can take it to a print shop if you want to. But the problem there, I mean, it's obvious, is that, you know, if you have a 15-inch screen on a computer and you try to blow that up, it's going to look pixelated and terrible. It's not a good map. So eventually we had so many requests for this that we invested, frankly, a pretty substantial amount of time and money into building what we strongly believe is the best printing tool that exists, period. And so through the HuntStand technology, you can buy a map on either vinyl or canvas or paper at up to four by four feet. So these are huge, huge maps. And every square inch of that map is going to be as clear as if you'd zoomed in as far as you possibly could on your phone or your computer screen. So this is not a screenshot that then is taken and blown up. This is a very intensive process. It's very simple for the user. It's intensive for us on the server side. But it's an intensive process where we can create these incredibly large-scale, exceptionally detailed maps that are 300 DPI. You order it. They are very, very um, inexpensive. And it's on your door in a couple of days. And when we started that process, we had the goal of creating maps that were twice, twice the resolution and half the price of our closest competitor. And I'm happy to tell you that we were able to achieve that. You can buy a map, again, this, this three by four feet uh, paper for $99 shipped to your door. Incredibly inexpensive, but exceptionally high quality. And of course, it doesn't just show the satellite image. It also shows all of your annotation. So your property boundaries and the stands and things like that. And people use these maps as sign-in boards or their hunt clubs or camps or to take out of the field with them or just to put in their office or their home, you know, to have there as a conversation piece. And a lot of people use these to plan hunts in the mornings or the afternoons. They'll get up and say, you know, I'm hunting here. You know, where do you plan on hunting? Or in the afternoon, they'll have a discussion about, you know, what they saw during that day. So these maps are really, really cool pieces of, you know, just in general, you know, collateral, but they're, they're good for conversations. They're good for planning. We also have a canvas version of the map. These things are indestructible. I mean, you can take these things. So, so we have a color map. It's printed on canvas. It's waterproof. It's tear resistant. I mean, these things are tough as hell. So you can get a, a, a three by four map. You can crumble it up. You can you know, jam this thing into a backpack. You're not going to hurt it. You can pull it out of the deer stand or put it on the, the hood of a truck and smooth it out. And all your information is there. Incredibly tough and incredibly useful. And that's something that no other hunting group does. Yeah, that's really cool. There's one other thing that I wanted to touch base with you on. It's not something that I've used, but as I look uh, at all the options that are available in your menu here, I see that you guys have something pretty cool going on with trail camera integration as well. And I figure, you know, who, who doesn't use what bow hunter in, in, in America today doesn't use trail cameras? Not very many. And uh, not, not too many, not very many really serious ones anyway. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you guys have going on with uh, trail cameras uh, and hunting? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So in general, there are some incredibly useful tools for trail camera sorting and management uh, that are part of HuntStand. And so if you go to HuntStand.com, you can click on the trail camera component and you can upload photos from any trail camera and you can sort them and they're going to automatically sync up with weather and they're going to place themselves on the map, you know, where your trail camera location was. 
and you can sort by time of day and all kinds of other things. But, and this is important and, and pretty neat, we have a, a very special relationship um, with, with our friends at Plano Synergy so on Wild Game Innovations. And if you buy a Wild Game Innovations trail camera, it's going to unlock some premium features that are part for free, by the way. Um, it's going to unlock at no additional cost to you as a hunt stand user some premium features that are part of our system. And those features include a, um, a heat map. And so, for example, you could have uploaded a thousand photos, and maybe you've tagged a bunch of them as a specific buck that you're trying to chase. You can ask our system questions like, I want to see where this buck is showing up on the map between the hours of 4 a.m. and, I don't know, like, you know, 9 a.m. when there's a wind from the southwest and there's a full moon the night before. And we'll show you in these heat map clusters where that particular game is being sighted on your property so that you can plan your hunt accordingly. We also have, and this is really exciting, I'm glad you brought this up, a really cool tool that's about to launch. Um, and it's a, it's a movement predictor. Um, and what it does is it takes all the data from all the photos that you've loaded on the hot stand. And again, all you have to do is drag and drop those photos, and, and then we're going to fill in all the information in regard to wind speed and direction and barometric pressure and all the variables that are important. All that stuff's going to be done by our system. You don't have to do any of that. But it's going to take all that data, and you can ask it questions like, look, I want to see when bucks in general are moving on my property, or I'd like to see you know, when this particular buck is moving. Or it could even be other types of game. These could be predators. These could be anything that you're looking at. And what we've done is we have all these categories, whether it's barometric pressure or, or you know, temperature or wind speed and direction or, you know, all kinds of other fields, you know, sonar information. Um, and we will identify the segment in which that deer or, or that, you know, particular type of game has been seen the most. And then we look forward into the future for five days. And we say, you're trying to find this doe or, or this buck, rather. He has shown up, you know with the greatest frequency between this time when it's windy and it's, or, or sorry, when it's not windy and, you know, when, when the temperature is in this range. Here are the conditions in the future that most closely match those conditions where that buck was showing up. And so you can use this information to say, look, you know, this buck has been spotted on camera under these conditions. And I'm going to look forward into the future, and there's an hour in the future that most closely matches all these conditions. And so that's when I need to be hunting. And so it is, it is a prediction tool that organizes the information in a really streamlined way. It's easy to understand. It's graphical. And so you can say this buck has been seen under these conditions in the past. Those same conditions are going to exist at 6 o'clock a.m. two days from now. I'd better be in that deer stand right then. So it's a great way to set yourself up for success. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. Hopefully, everyone who's listening to this episode has gotten the pretty clear impression by this point that there are a lot of things that the hunt stand app can do it can just do about everything except for make the shot for you and drag your deer out of the woods you know there's, there's a lot of uh utility built into the app you know People obviously uh, can can find the app really easily um, on on their phones. Uh, it's free to download. Make sure you check it out. Uh, Huntstand.com is the website. You can use the mapping tools there as well, and everything you do on your phone is linked to the map that you'll see on your computer and vice versa so if you want to do some scouting you know sitting at your desk or 
on the couch with your laptop, uh, you can do that. Uh, that's really handy for getting ready, you know, for like out-of-state hunts where you can look at your hunting area, you can add different areas that you might want to key in on for some on-the-ground scouting, and then when you get out there, you can just call up hunt stand on your phone, navigate right to those places, and go from there. So that's another nice feature as well, and, and, and I like to use both the computer and the phone. Um, I wanted to kind of wrap up with you know with a story, uh, Lanford, because you told me about how you got this whole thing started, and everyone probably assumes you know that you're some kind of a computer guru or, or, or programming, you know, guru. But the truth of the matter is, is you kind of, you, I mean, I don't want to say stumbled into it, but in a way that this whole thing kind of started out just as a lark or as an idea of something that as a hunter yourself, you thought, oh, hey, you know what would be cool? And, and then that idea that you had ultimately turned into a, a business. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't write code at all. Sometimes I wish that I did. It would make my life a little bit easier, I think. But, uh, of course, we have you know, team members that do. But, yeah, this was an idea that was born out of, out of frustration, like you said. Back in about 2009, I was on a, you know, a decent-sized piece of land here in South Carolina. It was a piece of land that I used to know pretty well, but I'd been out of state for a couple of years, and, and it had come back, and everything had changed. It was different. And so I was having to ask everybody, you know, where is this stand, and, you know, where does the trail go, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, and folks were telling me, but it, you had that feeling of, of frustration where, you know, I, like I used to know this piece of land, but everything, you know, had changed. It had been cut, and all the stands had been moved, and it was, it was kind of frustrating. And so I was sitting in my stand after that, just kind of playing on my phone, like we talked about, just looking at stuff. And I was looking at a satellite image of the property and thinking about, oh, here's where the stand used to be, but you know, now it's not there anymore, apparently. And it kind of occurred to me, you know, that we, we have all the tools, and this is back in 2009, of course, but that all the tools existed to solve that problem. Because we had these, these awesome satellite images that are, you know, widely available, you know, and all we need to do is create an ability to, to you know, drop pins on that map, you know, to add in things like stands and roads and trails. And not just to add those things, but to actually be able to add them and then share them with your friends. Because, you know, building a map is great, but if you can't share it with folks that you want to be hunting with, then, you know, it's not, not all that useful. And so that's kind of where the idea was born, is, is let's just think of a way that this can be done. And then, as I mentioned to you, I was, I was in grad school and, uh, you know, didn't have any money at all, like zero dollars, you know, very, very poor grad student. And I... Um, I went over to the School of Engineering and found some guys that were studying for their PhDs uh, in computer science and, you know, told them the idea for the thing. And I showed them this really, really terrible looking PowerPoint presentation. I'm not a graphics guy either. And, um, you know, said, I, I think this, this thing could have some legs to it. And they agreed. They said, yeah, this is really neat. We'd be, you know, we'd love to work on this project. And again, that was back in about 2012 or so. And so, you know, the rest has grown since then, obviously. We've, we've done a whole lot, but this was you know, a, a bootstrap, uh, you know, product that, that, that came out of uh, a frustration. So this isn't a large, you know, venture bat company. Um, we're just, you know, guys that, that like to hunt and enjoy the outdoors. We saw a problem and we thought, you know, there were some tools that existed for us to be able to address that problem. So you went from penniless grad student to one of America's richest business tycoons in like only a few <laughs> years. I wish that that were true. That is, that is, that is definitely not true. Uh, but uh, we do have a lot of users on the app, and that's been, that's been, um, it's been very gratifying. Well, I'll tell you what, it, uh, it really is a useful tool. And 
I, I don't know. You know, I guess if you really want to make your life more difficult, you know, you can be uh, an anti-technology guy and, and spend all your time uh, out there without taking advantage of these things. But I'm certainly not going to be one of those folks. And, you know, I find it, I find it just as useful, you know, back east here where the properties are small and I'm really familiar with the areas as I do when I go out of state to places I've never been before. And it's, it's probably for different reasons and maybe some different things that I'm doing with it uh, in one area versus another. But it has, you know, it has a, a lot of applications for, for bow hunting, you know, of all styles and methods and species. And actually, after our conversation today, I'm realizing that uh, you know, there's more things that I ought, need to be using that I ought to be using. I've got to get in on that, like sharing feature more. I've got to tell, you know, the people, the family and friends that I hunt with that they need to be getting hunt stand on their phone so that like, just for example, my father-in-law, um, you know, I tell him where stands are and sometimes he just needs a little bit more time to find them and stuff. And I, I need to just be like, just put hunt stand on your phone and I'm going to share this with you. And so you're the blue dot and the stand is the stand and just, just walk until you're on top of that. That's <laughs> that right. will make That's our right. lives yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. Um, it, it, so, it does help a lot. I mean, I hunt on a lot of different pieces of land around you know, the area. And if you don't know, you know, a multi-thousand acre piece of land and someone drops you off at 5 a.m. and you have a little flashlight and they say it's somewhere over there, you know, it's easy to not find your stand, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very nice to have a, have a map that shows you where things are. Well, I'll tell you what, I really appreciate your time today. And, uh, of course, I think I appreciate that, you having me. yeah, no, no, no problem, man. It's, uh, it's always good to share useful information with our audience. And uh, so for those of you who are out there, if you haven't tried HuntStand, uh, check it out. And uh, Lanford, I certainly wish you all the best. And uh, I will continue to keep you posted on uh, what I'm doing with the app and how it's helping me out in the field. Please do. Thanks a lot, Christian. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, the official podcast of hardcore bowhunters. Pick up the latest issue of Peterson's Bowhunting on your local newsstand or check us out on the web at bowhuntingmag.com.